0: Hi, I'm Megan Baker, this is Influence Her, produced by Baker Public Relations. When Gina Tronco was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 42 years old, she immersed herself in her faith to help get through some of her darkest days. She joins us on this episode of Influence Her. Now in remission, you have published your own book, and you also were just named the Leukemia Lymphoma Society Visionary of the Year, for the entire country, yes, it was. That's remarkable. Yeah, so let's you. talk a little bit about your journey, being diagnosed with breast cancer, and what that was like. You know, it was a uh,
1: it was a scary time. Obviously, um, my husband and I were going through a separation. My girls were still in high school. My sister lived two hours away. My parents worked around the clock at our deli, so initially, I just felt scared and alone. I didn't know where to go or where to turn to um, at that at that moment, um, but. Soon after I realized my family stepped right up, and um, we came together, we prayed, and uh, we got a plan together, and we we went forward
0: you um, one thing is like really like listening to your own body, um, you know you did go through a time where you just found out of your husband's infidelity. Mm-hmm. And that was part of your healing journey as well. And you, I, I did you know, read your book, which we're gonna get to, Why Is This Happening To Me, just published um, this year in May. Um, you went through that and said that had you not found out about that, you might not have discovered Correct. that you had breast cancer. Correct,
1: well everything happens for a reason, yes. right? Yeah. So. When something like that is happening to you, you have no idea why. And you're always asking, why is this happening to me? And nine months after I found out about the affair, I knew why it was happening to me. So quickly after I found out about the affair, um, I stopped taking care of myself. I stopped going to the gym. I stopped eating healthy. I increased my drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I quickly lost 20 pounds. And without that massive weight loss so quickly, I probably would not have felt the lump when I did.
0: So what was your medical journey like from that point on?
1: Well, you don't really know where to start. Mm -hmm. So at that point, my husband uh, was helping me and we were making phone call after phone call. And we would call an oncologist's office and they would say, well, you need to call the radiologist. And the radiologist said, well, you need to call the oncologist, and then I called him back, like, you need to see your primary care. So it was just a, a roundabout. We didn't know where to go. Um, we ran into a friend then who, whose wife went to Boston. And it was there that I was able to get everything I needed. Um, we had a doctor who set up all my appointments, and I was able to get to Boston and, um, sorry, <laughs> and uh, just start there. And that's where I go now
0: as Mass General. So you wrote this book um, not only for yourself mm-hmm. and your own healing, but to really help others yeah. who have gone through something similar. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that um, and how you're using that as a tool to help others yeah.
1: cope. Well, every day I get a call about someone who's been d- newly diagnosed and they're scared. So by sharing my experience, I think it calms them down a little bit and know that cancer doesn't have to be a death sentence. And with all the advancements in medicine, people are living longer, uh, they're living better quality lives. And so I think the book with my story resonates with a lot of people. And to be vulnerable and share your story um, helps women everywhere.
0: What has been the most challenging um, piece of writing a book and Mm. putting it all on on paper?
1: Reliving it all. That's the challenging piece. When I was asked to narrate my book, I declined because I didn't want to go over it. And writing it was cathartic, it really was. It was very helpful. But then rereading it and reliving it over and over again, um, I I just, that was the difficult part, was um, saying no to that and having, I didn't want to read it again.
0: Faith can be so important Mm -hmm. um, to people. And I know for me, um, finding my spirituality again has been really important yeah. and has helped me with my own healing process. Um, what has it been like for you and how have you used it um, to get you here today?
1: Yeah, it's everything, It's everything. Um, without my faith, without God, I don't think I would be here today. I knew I knew God was doing things in his own time. Um, and I knew my marriage would be healed and I knew I would be healed. I just needed to, Pray and listen and follow what I was being told.
0: You have three college-age daughters now. Mm -hmm. What's been the most important piece of advice um, that you've shared with them throughout this journey?
1: Yeah, so yeah, two are in college, one just graduated. Um, It's to always follow your heart and know that no matter what people are saying, um, with prayer and with God, anything is possible.
0: You participated in the Leukemia and Lymphoma mm. Society Visionary of the Year campaign, yeah. which is a 10-week campaign mm-hmm. that challenges uh, community members and um, professionals in the community yeah. to fundraise as yeah. much as they can over 10 weeks. Um, what was that experience like? That
1: was fun. <laughs> it was fun. As you know, it's a lot of work. It, actually, it's a 10-week period, but you start prepping mm-hmm. Way before yes. that, so in January we started prepping for when it actually kicked off in March. Um, it was a great way for me to give back and uh, raise a ton of money. I raised over $915,000. That's just remarkable. Yeah. I mean, one that's you that's and a just team, me. like that's a team. And my team, yep. I had a team of, I think it was 55 team members. Um, we raised a lot of money in 10 weeks. We had 18 different events. Um, we had a lot of fun and it was it was great and it was a good way for me to give back and be thankful for still being here Um, so i raised all that it was for cancer research cancer uh, patient advocacy and uh, patient care Um, so it was yeah it's a good way because we need to find a cure
0: and your work's not done yet Mm -hmm. um you are planning a number of book signings in the local communities um, to share your story. And coming up on October, being breast cancer awareness month, um, you know, what is one thing that um, you can share with others, um, you know, who, again, who might be suffering or just on the road to recovery?
1: Yeah, Um, you know, be healthy, watch what you eat, things need to be organic. Um, Pink is also the color of the month. Mm -hmm. And if I can speak freely, um, a lot of the companies who promote the pink are a lot of the companies who have a lot of endocrine disruptors and Mm -hmm. a lot of cancer-causing agents in their makeups and hair products and lotions. So be aware um, that it's not just about the pink ribbon, it's about the ingredients that go into everything that you put on and in your body.
0: So what's next for you? Will will there be a second book perhaps?
1: Mm, I don't know. I don't know. What's next is, um, well now we started a water company Mm -hmm. also, where we bottle in aluminum, not in plastic. So that's really great. Uh, The water gets filtered through two miles of granite Mm -hmm. and then um, comes up and it's bottled in aluminum for us, so there's no plastic. So we're trying to do our part in the world that way also.
0: How can people purchase your book, too?
1: You can go on Amazon, Mm -hmm. or my website is is whyisthishappening.net. You can follow me on Instagram or Facebook.
0: Gina Trunco, thank Uh you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure
1: speaking with you. you.